So, mi gente, what's going on, folks? So, this is episode number 11. I always want to say thank you guys for the opportunity for listening to a show. Don't forget to subscribe. But today, I have a special guest. Yes, very special guest. I have with me the beautiful, talented, multi-talented Norma Reynolds. She actually uh, gave us some really good insights on training, tips, cooking, and everything related to um, her brand and how she's transitioned from uh, her vegan lifestyle. She's been vegan for quite a few years now, and she brought so many great information on this um, interview. So I'm not going to prolong the intro. I'm going to let you guys right into the interview because it's a definitely special interview for me. And without further ado, I'm going to present you guys normal rentals. But before that, hit like, subscribe, and don't forget, love, peace, vegan. All right, let's go to the interview. See you guys later. LatinoYVegano.com All right, guys. So tonight, I guess tonight, today, it don't matter. So we have a special guest. <laughs> Special guest is Norma J. Reynolds. How you doing, Norma? I'm doing fabulous. Thank you for asking. So, all right. So why do we even have in this, this interview? Do you even know? <laughs> I think there are a, a few reasons, but yeah. this is Latino y Vegano, and I definitely uh, have passion towards both of those subjects. So I'm, I'm glad to be a guest on the podcast show and everything you have going on here. Absolutely. So, well, I have the pleasure to know you a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might want to explain it. Mean, we're, we're definitely fans of social distancing. Right. Um, definitely right. we're not encouraging some of these uh, coronavirus parties and things that are happening. We just happen to uh, be closely acquainted which yeah. is why we're doing the interview together and it's funny because we were just watching a video about a party with this place was lit but it was way too many people in that place right. I'll, I'll have to share the link with y'all later on so you guys can know what we're talking about but let's not sidetrack so um <laughs> what about you explain folks that has no that doesn't know you who you norma is well, I would say a lot of people are familiar with me through social media. Um, I would say more started to get acquainted with me when I won the bikini category at the first ever all vegan bodybuilding show, uh, which was in December of 2018. So I won my pro card and that was a big deal just to be, uh, just to have that event happening to go to see the people there and then to compete was just an honor on its own. And then I ended up winning again for the bikini girl. So I got my pro card that day. And then, uh, again, folks are, are familiar with me because I did a, a pro show last year, went to uh, national. So people kind of know me as one of the fit, uh, vegan foodies on social media, uh, particularly Instagram. That's my favorite. Nice. And so let's, let's go, let's take it back, you know, way, way back. Okay. So the whole, how do you, how did you start it in this whole vegan, vegan movement, vegan lifestyle? Like what motivates you? Just tell <laughs> so, us a little bit about that story. I would say it was actually an accident, right? So, That's uh, yeah, yeah, it was not planned. Cause I, up until, uh, 
this month was living in Omaha, Nebraska for most of my life, except for uh, college and, and uh, law school, long story. But Omaha, Nebraska, most people are going to be familiar with that as like the land of steak, potatoes, and college football. So mm-hmm. i just be honest, I don't know anybody living in Nebraska who's going to say like, yeah, I want to go vegan today. <laughs> but, but again, I love Instagram. I love pictures. Yeah. Uh, I love food. And so I was just scrolling one day and found some uh, vegan food bloggers mm-hmm. And well, I didn't realize they were vegan at first. I'm like, this food looks amazing. It's so bright. It's colorful. It's vibrant. Right. And so I was like, wait, there's, where's the meat at? There's no, I was like, oh, maybe they're fasting or doing some sort of like, no, the whole page is like that. And I started finding more vegan food bloggers. And I thought, okay, yeah, but you can't be an athlete and be a vegan. Mm. I was like, wait a minute, is that true? And so my own kind of curiosity got me starting to look up uh, if I could find any vegan athletes. And I, I did actually fairly quickly mm-hmm. finding vegan bodybuilders, Olympians, um, other kinds of athletes. And so I said, okay, let me try it for a month and see how I feel. And that was um, in the fall of 2015. So by October uh, 10th of 2015, I went I went vegan over a month. So, so a month turned into? Yeah. A month turned into what, <laughs> what you see today. So that uh, it'll be uh, five years here in October. Wow. Yeah. And how was, uh, how was your family uh, reaction when you told them, well, guess what? I'm vegan now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the interesting thing is I have had some food allergies that I got uh, or that, that were diagnosed or yeah. were figured out in, I'd say, about 2007 to yeah. yeast and corn. So I think for my family, it was more of a, a little bit of an allergy approach, right? Because they, they've been familiar with that right. for several years now. If you have a, a kid or a, a spouse or a friend who has like a peanut allergy, for example, or right. they're gluten-free, it's not really a big deal. You guys just obviously don't cook with peanut oil. If you're right. offering them some sort of baked good, don't use a flour that's gluten-based. So things like that. So I think for my family, it was just, it was more of a continuation of that because I was eating pretty healthy. I had to make a lot of stuff on my own. Mm-hmm. Uh, corn syrup, corn starch is in a lot of things, even healthy things. Uh, like apple, organic applesauce may have a little bit of corn uh, starch in there as a preservative. Um, and then yeast. So I wasn't already eating a lot of bread. I wasn't really drinking a lot of beer or wine because of the fermentation. So I would say um, as an initial matter, it wasn't like a huge shock. It was more of like, okay, well, she's she's adding more uh, conditions or more restrictions or she's continuing to have a, a different or unique diet or nutritional profile than other people do, but they've been used to it since 2007. So it was sort of a continuation of that. Oh, okay. So wait, so you say you have a yeast allergy, so that means that you don't eat you don't eat nutritional <laughs> yeast. You one of the few vegans that doesn't eat nutritional niche? yeast for this guy is like <laughs> gold. No, I don't uh, eat a lot of nutritional yeast. And for a lot of vegans, like nutritional yeast is like where it's at because yeah. uh, a lot of folks have difficulty giving up cheese. Right. And so a lot of people, I mean, it looks almost like a Parmesan cheese if you're not right. familiar with nutritional yeast, and it has that sort of pungent sort of uh, flavor to it. So. Yeah. People will just pack that on the top of their pasta or any kind of savory dish. And it has really great uh, nutrients and vitamins like B12. And so, yeah, no nutritional yeast for me. 
Um, but again, like my approach since 2007 has been, I've had to read the food labels. Does it have corn? Does mm-hmm. it have yeast? So it's kind of a, a continuation of that because when you go vegan, you have to start looking like, does this chocolate have milk in it? Mm-hmm. Like dark chocolate sometimes is, is, uh, not vegan or things like that where you have to sort of become an investigator, have to become a little bit of a, uh, biologist. No, I'm kidding. It's not, it's really not that difficult, <laughs> but just having to like look at the label quickly. I've been doing yeah. that already. So, um, so yeah, no yeast, no, I don't, you know, beer, wine, cheese, bread were things that I had kind of already eliminated. I wasn't necessarily paleo or, um, anything specific, just no yeast and no corn for the most part. That means tamales. I mean, yeah, that was, we used to be one of my favorite things. So I definitely, that's one of the vegan recipes I want to try at some point is how to make vegan tamales without corn husks. Okay. How at your girl. Send me wow. a recipe. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope, though. Yeah. So um, let's segue into the food because we know you're famous for a lot of your posts. And yeah. Yeah, you do a lot of food, really nice pictures uh, on your Instagram. And you also do your coffee, pour out uh, session pour video coffee, and pour yeah. out coffee. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about how is that initiated and why, what, what do you want to gain with with those posts, type of posts? Yeah, so I feel like no matter what diet or meal plan you have, if your food doesn't look good, don't nobody want that? Like, nobody wants sad, tired-looking food. And it is a little bit, uh, I would say, frustrating for folks who maybe know their flavors are there. Like, you know your food tastes so good. But if it doesn't present well, we eat with our eyes first, right? Mm-hmm. So that's one of my main things about posting food is, I, I want to post what I enjoy, things that look good. And, and just to be honest with you, I mean, a lot of times if you post a selfie or a cute, you know, do or if you're on the beach, you might get more likes, more comments. But I, I'm a firm believer in continually posting things that you actually enjoy and that raise your vibration regardless of even if you know, OK, these particular posts aren't going to get as much traction, I think it's really important to stay authentic, to stay inspired. And so every third post of mine on my Instagram page for the, for over, since December of 2018 has been a food every third post. So, um, so yeah, (laughs) I, uh, I just, I'm a big foodie. You can clearly tell in my Instagram profile when I went vegan, because you can see there are a lot of burgers in there, steaks, and so I did it over a month where I just phased out one thing at a time. So I started with chicken, then I let go dairy, then I think it was honey, and then finally fish. Fish was like the last thing. I know for a lot of people it can be that way. But, um, you know, some people when they're trying a different diet or a different approach in life, some people like to do sort of a, a cold turkey switch. For me, I needed a little bit of time to process it. So. Mm-hmm. I just stopped buying things and used them up and one week at a time was eliminating things. And that helped me to not feel so wasteful. Um, I'm not saying you're being wasteful. If you want to go cold Turkey, maybe instead of throwing things out, you could give it to a friend or someone. I mean, there's different approaches, right? You're like, well, if you go vegan for animal rights reasons or the environment, why would you then go and give that food, which you maybe don't consider to be nutritionally, uh, vital to other people. I'm just giving ideas of how you can approach it. But for me, it was over a month. I phased things out, stopped buying things that were not uh, vegan. And that was how I took the approach. Well, yeah, actually, that's a good point. So let's, let's talk more about what all the type tips or advice you can give uh, a non-vegan and a new vegan 
and transitioning. You already mentioned a few. Can you give us a little bit more? What What were some of the techniques that you used that helped you during your transition period? Sure. I would say a major thing is to figure out what you're already eating that's close to being vegan. Okay. If you eat oatmeal, say you're putting an egg in it, maybe instead of putting an egg in, put a scoop of protein powder or hemp seed or chia seed, uh, maybe some vital wheat gluten. So you're still getting the fullness in the oats, still getting the protein, but you've just done an easy swap. Uh, same thing with dairy. Uh, instead of doing uh, dairy milk, try almond milk. Uh, mm -hmm. There's a really great, um, I think it's CO2 emissions and water use. Oatly is a very low carbon footprint. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe hemp milk and flax milk are also low, so those are seeds, right? Um, I think nut milks have a little bit more of a higher uh, footprint uh, in, in that way. But uh, and you can even make some of these some of these milks at home. I still want to try making oat milk at home. Uh, almond milk, but that's an easy switch, right? Because if you go to the grocery store, it's a difference between picking up milk here and picking it up, you know, two spaces down. Like, how right. hard is that, right? So find things that are easy switches for you that don't feel like some huge commitment, unless you're a person who likes to kind of push and do things uh, full throttle. But for yeah. a lot of folks, you don't want to feel overwhelmed with a whole new, you know, diet and it feels very stressful. So do easy swaps, like switch your, switch your milks out, Um, try a, a, a plant-based burger instead of a beef burger. Mm. Uh, and if you're a person who doesn't like chemicals and things in there, you can easily make a burger at home with, uh, again, the vital wheat gluten. If you don't have a gluten allergy, it, it really helps as a binder and add some uh, black beans and, and a little bit of flour. And you can easily fry up a, a plant-based burger at home. I love the tofurkey sausages. They have a lot of protein. They taste really good. Mm -hmm. Uh, so finding easy approaches uh, at home, easy swaps, protein powder. I know a lot of folks are lactose intolerant. So instead of trying a whey protein powder, swap it out for a vegan protein powder. Again, mm -hmm. these are just easy switches that you can do. Um, but I think for a lot of people, it's eating out, mm. right? It's going to restaurants. Yeah. That can be the major thing. And I would say if it's a real problem, try initially, okay, during the week, I'm going to try plant-based, vegan. But when I go out, maybe at that time you say, I'm just going to do what I normally do and not worry about it. Or go to places like Chipotle where you can easily get the sofritos instead of steak or chicken. Uh, Panera, a lot of these chains have easy vegan options. The, the word vegan is even on the menu sometimes, right? Right, right, right. So I would say eat, eat, going out for meals, don't make it stressful. Call ahead if you know where people are going. Look online. A lot of restaurants nowadays have at least one or two mm -hmm. labeled gluten-free option, vegan option. So I would say instead of being stressed out about it, either kind of ease your way in, like, you know, do your own thing on your own time. Mm -hmm. And then when you're out with folks, maybe do what you're used to. And if you want to take that extra step, Just look ahead. It's it's not that hard. Menus are online. People, you know, the companies and restaurants have their social media profiles, and you can easily find things like red beet quinoa burgers and carrot dogs and and all sorts of things. So just take a little time and do a little bit of research. Okay, thank you for that. So um, I have a I have a question. So. How do you as a bodybuilder, as a bikini competitor, get your protein? Because I'm sure a lot of girls out there had that question. Yeah. Do you even get enough protein? How's that mean? I get plenty of protein. Okay. And well, I would say first and foremost, for most uh, individuals who are a little bit more sedentary, you're going to get enough protein just from eating enough calories. Okay. 
I was I was mind it was mind blowing to me when uh, in one of my early shows I was doing like high carb days, low carb days, and the high carb days I wasn't worried about protein. And I was just really focused on loading up the carbs, and I was like, wait a minute, I'm, my protein is still like really really high. So that's one thing is I would I would point out things like uh, quinoa lentils. Lentils have so much protein. Mm-hmm. Again, the chia seeds, the hemp seeds, these add up. Quinoa, yeah. I love quinoa, chickpeas. Yeah. Um, and again, adding in a, a faux meat or two. I usually do about, uh, when, it, when it gets down to competing, I keep my meals. Uh, they look pretty similar to other competitors' meals. It's just instead of a, a pan-seared uh, chicken breast, I have pan-seared tofu. Or instead of um, beef, I might have a tofurkey sausage. So I usually do a couple faux meats a day. Swap my whey protein for vegan protein powder, um, and try to stay with snacks that are are, are made. Uh, so maybe I'll do like a rice cake with peanut butter, um, things like that. So nutrient dense foods. Um, I find that I get a, a lot of protein, like but about my body weight, if not a little bit more. So uh, I, I've been told from people they're like shocked that I get so much protein. But again, it's just trying to eat nutrient dense foods and a lot of the carbs that are. Uh, not refined and that you're just eating like you know organic uh rolled oats old-fashioned oats you're getting really quality sources of protein there okay that's nice and um i wanted you to tell us a little bit about how does how's just the dating life have been impacted since you went vegan well uh <laughs> I would say living in Omaha, Nebraska, it was definitely a challenge. Yeah. I feel like millennials, I'm going to try to not get on a soapbox here. <laughs> try not to. I feel like millennials want to portray themselves as being more open-minded than they really are. We like to pride ourselves on not being judgmental, not being picky, uh, not having too high of standards. But I found that uh, as I, as I get up in age and for example, when I would maybe meet an individual and bring up kids, I found that suddenly very chill, relaxed guys suddenly had very traditional views about a lot of things and were uh, particularly not pleased with my idea that if one day I had kids, I'd want vegan kids. And it right. was like, the world was ending and they were completely shocked that I would want vegan kids. I'm like, what do you think? Like, what do you think this is? Like, do you, do you not see what my, my whole life is about, you know, fitness and, and eating healthy and particularly with a vegan diet and not even just the vegan diet. I mean, I, the makeup that I'm wearing is cruelty free. If not totally vegan, the clothing I buy, I try Mm. to buy eco-friendly sweatshop free uh, type of clothing, um, products that I buy for the home. I try to make sure they're not tested on animals. If I can find a fair trade stamp, I'm going for that one. So like my whole, um, life focus is how can I continually be better? How can I continually reduce my environmental footprint Mm -hmm. again in ways that, Maybe aren't, you know, me living in a tent, you know, without electricity, but <laughs> right. what can I do to, you know, better, better how I am as a, a servant in the world or as a, a, I think there's that, that, um, meme they show where it's like, um, ego versus, uh, eco. And it has like the image of like right. the person on the top is the ego. And if you have it like on the, you, if you've seen it, you know what I mean? But so back to the question about dating. So, um, so yeah, I found that, uh, in Omaha, Nebraska, there were, um, 
a, a number of vegans, but I, I didn't feel like it was an abundance of like the World Vegan Bodybuilding Championship <laughs> uh, crowd. Uh, I would say, you know, the demographics of vegans in a city is probably going to be reflective of the demographics of that city, right? So the Midwest, I mean, there definitely is some diversity for sure, right? But not as as much as if you're in an LA situation or a New York situation. Right, so right, right, right. that was reflected in the percentage of vegans. So there's definitely a strong presence in Omaha, but. For yeah. dating purposes, you know, a lot of those people, maybe the vegan is already married to or dating a non-vegan. Right. Um, maybe they're not interested in you. You're not interested in them. So it was very slim pickings. And that's why uh, social media for me really, uh, it really like breathed a lot of life into my identity and my motivation to be a vegan because I was connecting with men, women, right. uh, making a lot more friends. Like by the time I got to that bodybuilding show, mm -hmm. definitely there was competition and we all wanted to do well, but it was so different from the other bodybuilding shows I've done because we were all just so grateful to be around each other, to meet right. each other. Um, so yeah, dating as a vegan in Omaha, Nebraska, not the uh, broadest uh, pool to um, interact with. And so I, I had said for many years, if, if an opportunity came up to live in a bigger city, that I would do that in the hopes of uh, finding a, a vegan mate. A lot of people know I'm a very firm believer in building yourself up, enjoying your own life, finding your own happiness, uh, not looking for that in a, in a mate or a relationship, but once you finally have gotten that sort of figured out in your own life and finding your own sense of self, then I do think it's totally appropriate and, and great idea to say, Hey, let's get out there. Let's meet some people. Cool. So that's great. I hope I answered your question. Yeah, you did. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about, um, how to, cause I, we, I don't know if everybody knows, but you have an amazing Spanish and los Latinos queremos saber, de donde tú aprendiste a hablar español. So now we're going to switch it up in Spanish for all our Latinos out there and whoever knows Spanish. So you can give us a little bit of your Spanish one-on-one. Like, de donde, no, donde, de donde sale eso. Um, es que aprendía desde amigos en la escuela. Okay. Y también vivíamos en un, un barrio donde eran muchos de pues, Centroamérica. Y quería entender qué estaban diciendo. No me gusta estar alrededor de gente y no conocer, no entender lo que están diciendo. Y por eso okay. uh, empezaba a escuchar a las condiciones de Selena y también tomar clases en la escuela. Okay. Qué bien, qué bien. People are like, what? <laughs> yeah, you want to say in English now? For the, for your sure, yeah. No, I just, um, through friends, I learned Spanish in yeah. school. And, and really the start of that was we moved, in, and I didn't say this part in Spanish, it was South Omaha, where there's uh, more and more, as, as we were growing up, there were more and more Spanish speakers. And I didn't like not knowing what people were saying. Mm -hmm. And I started to fall in love with this singer named Selena. And I started learning her songs. And I'd learn one word at a time and translate all of that and add that to my tool book and, and learn another song and combine that with school. And uh, that's how I learned. Can you sing one of Selena's song? Right now? <laughs> well, uh, let's see. No, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just I mean, kidding. I can't. I mean, don't ask a singer to sing. You. you uh, well, know? there you go. Okay. If I'm calling you out, yeah, there you go. All right, we'll so, sing it. Yeah, yeah. Give us a little piece. Uh, Give us a little see. piece. Um, 
no me queda más que perderte en el abismo de tristeza y lágrimas. No me queda más que aguantar bien mi derrota y brindar y de felicidad. That's it. I'm gonna stop right there. Nice. That's good. I mean, yeah. No he cantado No Me Queda Más a Selena en como 15 años, algo así. Oh, Pero wow. Sí. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. I hit y'all with a little Spanish song, a little, little Selena. <laughs> he, called, he asked. He called me out. <laughs> so, um, tell us a little bit about your brand. I mean, we know you have a, a clothing line. Dobafit. There you go. Aha, uh-huh, Dobafit. Which, um, by the way, I just got the news that I'm going to be sponsored by Oberfit. So that's going to be pretty exciting and pretty dope. So just stay tuned for next time I'll be <coughs> rocking my Oberfit shirt. <laughs> well, it will be Latino y Vegano, but, oh, okay. but I care a lot about... Are we talking in Spanish? Are we doing Spanish or English right now? English? Yeah, I mean, you can do whatever you feel like. Yeah, yeah, you can do <laughs> You feel, we're talking about your clothing line, so yeah, yeah. yeah I want to make sure I get the, the details <laughs> correct. So yeah, I just I care a lot about when I'm being a consumer and tra- first of all trying to consume less, and then when I do, to be as socially responsible as possible. So what that means is trying to buy things that are fair trade, uh, things that are sweatshop free. And because I live in the U.S., I'm not saying U.S. things are better, but to support where you are. And to cut down on shipping, uh, I try to buy things that are USA made. So hmm. I wanted to offer that to folks because I was starting to put up more fitness videos when I got my pro card. And I would wear a lot of other people's shirts. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm gonna, <laughs> it's time to put my own shirts out there. <laughs> and also I noticed there was a little bit of a, a gap in the demographics of some of the sporting lines. So I noticed like Nike, Under Armour, they have a very diverse demographic but I felt like the eco-friendly clothing was more geared towards like your rock climbers and your hikers and maybe a little bit of yoga. So I felt like the demographics weren't equally matched. So I Hmm. said, let me try to offer some eco-friendly sort of a fitness vibe that is a little bit more uh, demographically diverse. So if you look at my Instagram page for DobaFit, Doba underscore fit on Instagram, you'll notice that it's a rainbow of people. And that's on purpose. I, I'm not necessarily saying that you have to do quotas or things like that, but I think it's very um I think it's I think it's difficult to make things be diverse without being purposeful about it sometimes. Okay. And that can even be in group, right? If you depending on where you are, if you want to mix it up, you've got to be intentional. So mm-hmm. I love and again it's my own line, but I love the Instagram page. It's not as active as my personal page, my Norma Jane Reynolds, and that's just because I'm active on that daily. But the Doba Fit page is set up so that you have the chance to kind of see that as a portfolio. But so I wanted to offer some fair trade sweatshop free USA made fitness uh, options to people. And so my favorite shirt is vegan for my gains <laughs> because a lot of people think that, you know, as a vegan that you either lose your gains or not be able to get any. And as you heard, I mean, I went vegan in 2015. I got my pro card in 2018, won my pro debut show as a vegan, and then went to nationals uh, for a group of, of organizations um, 
in in Kansas City and I and I got top five. So I was like, you know, if if being a vegan on a vegan diet is supposed to put me at a disadvantage, I shouldn't. Have, I mean, I should be sick and frail and lying right. on the floor. And and I found exactly the opposite: more energy, faster recovery. I could work out longer, um, more energy during the day, better skin, better digestion. I mean, it really significantly reduced PMS. I mean, they thought I had like endometriosis, mm. and I would have not to be TMI, but like cramps for like two weeks, two and a half weeks. It was horrible, and I really found that changing to a plant-based um, diet, which mine is, it's, I would say it's a whole food plant-based diet with an emphasis on high protein. So <laughs> the processed foods I do eat is going to be like a tofurkey sausage, but the rest of it's going to be spinach and kale and quinoa and chickpeas and like real food. But I try to kick up the protein. And also it's just kind of fun, right? I mean, I grew up eating meat for 30 years. It's kind of hard in your mind to disassociate what a plate is supposed to look like. A lot of us are just used to seeing something that looks like meat on the plate. So I'll mix things like barbecue tofu or seitan because it looks a little bit more like what I grew up with, right? And it's a little bit easier for in your mind to feel full and to feel like that's a real meal because it looks more like like what we're used to, but all made of plants or, or plant-based sources. That's great. So, Doba Fit, yeah, sorry, mm-hmm. a little off topic. Start talking about food, it's really easy to get off topic, right? Right, right, But right, yeah, right. Doba Fit, I started that in April of 2019, so it's just been a year now. And again, I have some 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 fun shirts, but just quickly where the Doba part comes from, that's actually my nickname from high school. So I know a lot of people were cracking up like, you named your company Doba Fit? <laughs> <laughs> because that way, because it's, it's of me, but it's like, it's supposed to be fun, it's supposed to be fresh. And that is, it was actually somebody, a teacher in high school, like was saying my name. I don't know how you said the name Norma Ron, but he was like taking the roll call of attendance one day. He's like, what? How did you get it? So then my friends all started calling me Doba because the teacher just started like fumbling. and wasn't saying my name correctly. So that's been a nickname literally since like my freshman year of high school. Wow. Interesting story. So, <laughs> so uh, what is what is Norma passionate about? What am I passionate about? Yeah, yeah. What is what is your passion? I would say um, a major underlying theme of I think every chapter in my life is like I always want to be the best I can be, mm. no matter what that is, and I always want to be creating something. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I would say definitely whatever I put my focus into, I, I want it to be great. I don't care if I'm doing something for free, if I'm painting somebody's fence or helping or like, I just always want it. Like, how good can it be? Well, let's find out. Mm. Let's 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 put our hat in. Let's put in some work and see what we can do. And then the other side of that is being a creator. So he mentioned the food on my social media. And if you go to uh, Norma J. Reynolds, you're going to see that, you know, I do put time and attention into these dishes. And like, honestly, like half the time, nobody probably cares. (laughs) Who cares? Right. I do. I care so much. I want it to always be better. And it's not about likes or who's who wants to see it or who doesn't i want to see it i want it to be better i want to work on my flavors my presentation Um, music was a part of my life for many years and Mm -hmm. i've got some guitars that i haven't picked up in a minute because i i've been focusing on on bodybuilding but creating songs creating lyrics creating melodies um 
interior design, you start changing what your place looks like. You want it to feel like you, you want it to feel new and fresh. And so it's, again, it's either if I'm doing something that's a little bit more uh, traditional in a work sense, I want it to be better, uh, but always wanting to, to create something beautiful and something that if I can create something for somebody else, that's, that's great too. But at the, at the end of the day, it's just, I want to, um, create something that inspires me and motivates me. And I try to do a little bit of that every day. Well, I mean, you inspire all of us. You inspire me. You inspire a lot of people, all the people that follows you. We appreciate everything you do, everything you are doing. And yeah, so where folks can uh, find you? Uh, where can I get your clothing? Where can I uh, follow you on social media? Can you give us your handle? Yeah, so Instagram would be at Norma J. Reynolds, all lowercase. And I, I copied that to my Facebook. It would be Norma J. Vegan Fitness and Nutrition. I'll make it longer for you, I promise. Norma J. Vegan Fitness and Nutrition. But that's a little, a little bit more of a copy right from the Instagram. The Instagram is where I'm active. I'm putting up stories every day. And I'll do like a, a two or three posts a week. But I, I've got the stories going actively uh, on a daily basis. And then um, the shirts, especially the Vegan for My Gains, I've got another one that says Push, Rest, Grow. I am not Team No Days Off. I am team push, but let's definitely get some good recovery, good nutrition, good rest. So that's just literally a reminder, push, rest. Okay, now let's grow. Uh, that's another popular. It's probably the, That's probably the bestseller, actually. And I have one that says Doba, which is the company name. And then a fun one. It's just a design on the back of the shirt that says the grind from behind. There is a barbell there, so you can tell that it's like, fitness related right if you're the underdog or you're literally behind in a race and then imagine you coming up and running past somebody and they see the grind from behind like yeah i put in work i'm here and i made it right so doba underscore fit uh that's the instagram page for that company you can also find it on facebook doba fit no uh punctuation just doba fit on facebook so facebook or instagram uh, definitely check out my uh, personal page and the Doba Fit if you're interested in that as well. Another thing that I really liked about Doba Fit, um, last summer I got to uh, work at a community garden and was able to donate some of the proceeds from the first year of Doba Fit to the community garden because I'm, I'm a big fan of, it's one thing to tell people how they can improve or what they can do better. It's another thing to put in your own time and resources to help and make that happen. And not everybody lives down the street from Whole Foods. Not everybody is making, you know, a certain amount of income that they can buy all the organic stuff. And no matter what meal plan, whether it's high protein, paleo, Whole30, pescatarian, I mean, there when you have uh, economic stressors, Right. Sometimes talking to someone about a particular diet, they're like not even there yet. They're like, I'm trying to pay bills A, B, C, and D. So I loved the idea that this community garden at the uh, Malcolm X Center in Omaha, Nebraska, they were setting up beds, and the community could come grow food for free, put in their own uh, their own time to to help and 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 work on the the beds. But um, that's another thing that that I wanted to do with DobaFit was to make sure that. One, I was on my own volunteering, but also using some of the proceeds to donate to that community garden. And so 
we are kind of in a coronavirus situation here, but that is something that, that I really feel uh, passionate about, which is helping people, helping other people eat the best that they can. And so community gardens are another thing that's near and dear to my heart, especially in inner city situations where there's food deserts or i.e. where there's just not the access or the resources to eat um, raw fruits and vegetables and organic and healthy produce on a regular basis. So I encourage you also, if that's something that if you love to eat healthy food and uh, you would like others to be able to do so also is look into community gardens in your city or in or near you in inner cities. Okay, great, great, great. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for that. So, um, so this is it. Thank you so much, um, Norma, for the time. Um, I think the audience is going to be able to get a lot of a great quality, a great value out of um, your conversation, uh, out of this conversation, especially uh, some of the advices that you're giving them. So we really appreciate uh, every the time that you're taking because I know you have a busy schedule. And, <laughs> and me personally, well, um, I would like to say thank you guys for all the support. For everybody that has been listening, um, we has reached a milestone about a hundred downloads so far. And this is great. And, um, I appreciate all you guys that are supporting this, this initiative. Um, and don't forget next week, we're going to have some great guesses. And, uh, that's all, that's all for now, guys. So I'll see you next time. Bye bye. Gracias por escuchar Latino y Vegano. Un show donde se habla todo lo relacionado sobre el veganismo entre la comunidad latina. No olviden suscribirse a este podcast, seguirnos en Instagram, Facebook, YouTube y a visitarnos en latinoyvegano.com.